0: Hallelujah! 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 We praise you, o God. We acclaim you as Lord. The glorious company of apostles praise you. Alleluia. 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 The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we do not know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial clause there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first. He saw and believed. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You want to see priests have a really terrific row? Ask them what color they should be wearing on the feast of St. John. So, John is a sort of a special snowflake. He's the only one of the apostles who wasn't martyred. And so, apostles always get red because of their martyrdom. And in many places, John has been accorded the color while recognizing that he didn't die for the faith. Other places, white, because he wasn't martyred, and still other places, especially in Spain, blue, because he took care of the Blessed Mother. John is a great difficulty for modern scholars. There's all kinds of fights, far bigger than over what color clothes to wear on a feast day, uh, that have to do with both the gospel that bears his name and the epistles, there are interesting arguments that can be made around texts. It's a scholar's job to look critically at texts and see how they're put together and, and use the kind of skills that we use with other texts to determine who wrote what and what came first. Those are all good things. But fundamentally, if the person who bel- if the person who wrote the words that began the epistle tonight didn't experience them, he was doing a very, very dangerous thing. Listen again. What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our own eyes, what we have looked upon and touched with our own hands, concerning the word of life, for life was made visible. The person writing the first epistle of St. John If it's not St. John, was not paying some sort of honorific to an apostle that he regarded a lot. He was lying about the most important thing that ever happened. And that would be a very foolish thing to do. If you thought someone was God and you hadn't touched him, you certainly shouldn't run around saying that you did. He's going to figure it out. He's God. And if you didn't believe he was God, there's no reason to run around saying it. That would be more dangerous still. So whichever John was responsible for the letters that bear his name, however the gospel that we have came to be, this person, these people, lived and died by the reality of their experience of Jesus. This wasn't an inspirational story. This wasn't a sort of fairy tale that charged the greater virtue. It wasn't even a kind of family or national story that could then focus our activity or something like that. This was a wholly different thing. This guy believed he had touched the heart of God. Now, if he was wrong, then we need to re-examine a lot of things. But if he was right, if he was right, nothing could ever be the same. We have much... To learn from and much that we draw on the tradition of our Jewish brothers and sisters it's true they have nothing resembling this they can't the the internal structure wouldn't hold it you can't touch God because God don't have a body until he does and if for a moment we just suspend scholarly disbelief and take the church at her word Who would be more equipped to write poetry about the flesh of God than he who cared for his mother? Who else would know the depth of his divinity, even in his natural human life, than the one who cared for the one who cared for him in his earliest years? Who better To break open the treasures of the Holy Eucharist for the church. Than the one who took she who fed him at her breast into his own home. What was from the beginning. What still is tonight. What we have and yet will hear. Looked upon with our eyes. Touched with our own hands. He. The Word of Life.